Welcome to the Paul and Griff Show. You got myself, Paul. And you got myself, Griff. And oh, we are back. Like we never went away. Oh, were oh, we did... away? No, I don't no. know. Well, it's, it's sort of a day late. So does that count? No, it's fine. Is it fine? All right. It's fine. It's we were just right. we, we weren't told to get ready. <laughs> we have got an absolute action-packed show this week. Oh, we've lots. got we've got news like you wouldn't believe. There's so much news going on. It, it could just be a news show, but it is everything's gladiators. So there's no top six this week. We've got excitement. All right. So Griff's pick. Everyone remembers we took a little hiatus, but we're back in the saddle. Um, we're going to be looking and reviewing Gladiator, the quote-unquote classic, and uh, <laughs> a 17-hour extravaganza. And we're also going to be looking at the classic TV show Gladiators and taking a trip down memory lane of that. This is based on the English version, we've got to say. We know the American one was super popular, but that don't mean shit to us. No offence. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're woogering. We're going on the first whistle. We're going on this. <laughs> Griff, oh. you will go on my first whistle. Not a lot of people to talk about, but yeah, it's going to be. So, um, we don't know how it's going to do. We're going to just shout out characters and just talk events and what can you remember and just um, get the world of carnage. But yeah, that's going to be um, that's going to be good fun. So stick around for that. And then also to finish it off, we find out the next degree of separation where I get to pick a film. And who knows what that could be? Could I pull it out of the bag? Oh, who could it be? Look out the window. What do you notice? It's um, it's kind of raining here. No, do you not notice all those stars aligning? <laughs> Looking in the stars, a million miles away, and I'm on my way. That's Sky Sports, ain't it? It was Sky Sports. Yeah, people think they're coming back from that break. Welcome back. The main stories tonight, Paul and Griff oh. are doing Gladiator. Um, yeah, this is fun. But um, I, I think we should start like we do every week, and that is with um, this week's movie news. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, and just a warning, we have trailers, trailers, trailers galore to talk about before we get into some other kind of news. So we're going to plough into it. We've got a trailer for a film called The Unholy, but it's also known as Shrine. I don't know. I don't know what it's going by. I saw it as Unholy on IMDb. It's Shrine. It looks pretty dark, and I'm all for it. Starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan, obviously famous for Walking Dead. Yes, I thought great casting. I think. I'm surprised. Uh, I was surprised in his role in it, from what we're about to discuss. But I think he's great casting. Definitely. Like I, I watched the trailer and I was kind of like, oh, okay, okay. And then there's a little bit where the kid got up from the wheelchair, and all of a sudden, like it twinged my like attention even more. Mm. And by the end of the trailer, I thought, mate, this looks epic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got a. Um... It's gonna have a lot of lot of fire explosions. Um, story basically that someone's come back and they reckon that Mary has uh, taken over her and she's got powers and she can heal. Um, even though Mary didn't actually have any powers, but it doesn't matter. Um, so 
yeah, so all this, so obviously she's she's back and she's going to help everyone. But then and it starts to unfold by the looks of things. It might not be God's work. It might be the devil's work. And it's going to have a really dark, and it feels like it's going to have a massive fuck-off ending. So, um, yeah, people keep your eye on that. It's fresh. A bit of horror. Who don't love a bit of horror? There was like a line in it where like, like Jesus like builds a church, the devil builds a chapel next, yeah, next to it. Door. Like, yeah, I, I thought, thought that's oh. powerful. It's Why is like, that not a tagline? It should have been a tagline. It might be. Let me look at the poster. Oh, it's not going to be, is it? It's going to be like... Oh, I like that. Be careful who you pray to. That's a great tagline. Be careful who you pray to. And obviously it's from producer Sam Raimi. Um, Who's um, one of my favourites ever. It's from Evil Dead and um, Spider-Man. Second of all... <laughs> so, you know what's just ruined it for me? What? It's a PG-13 which I'm very surprised. Very, very surprised. I don't think they got that right. Um, 2nd of April 2021 in America. 29th in the Netherlands. But we don't have a date for UK yet. Um, not ready not, for it. It's not in a shrine over here and America oh. and Japan. But the original title's unholy. I don't know. I don't know what it's all about. But yeah, I'm well for this. Well excited. Um, another trailer kind of... I was kind of not... I didn't quite know what it was about. Um, a trailer called Monday... Um, it obviously stars Sebastian Stan, um, the Winter Soldier himself. Um, but the more and more the trailer went on, the more and more I was just like, uh, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, do you know what? I saw it and it sounds so cynical and I guess it's maybe just my mind. I don't know if anyone else. But I was waiting for one of them to get ill. Yeah. Or yeah. to die in a car crash. Or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it sounds absolutely horrendous to think like that. But I was sitting there thinking... All right, where's where's the twist? Who's getting murdered? Who's getting killed in a car crash? Who's getting sick? What what's happening here? But yeah, it just looks like um these people just fall in love and they stay in love. <laughs> yeah, apparently a spark on a Friday can lead to a sizzling weekend fling. But what happens when you get to the inevitable Monday? Well, you go back to work, don't you? Oh, that's the question. Well, Craig David, uh, the whole song about it. Well, I've got to watch a whole film for like two hours. When David sorted out in three minutes. Yeah, this isn't a great David song. Um, yeah. 16th of April, 2021 in America. Um, again, we don't have a date over here. Um, could be all right. I'm not really interested, if I'm honest. Um, so it looked good. Another thing, like, names got, like, confused. So it was called, like, Deadly Illusions on YouTube. Again, put in IMDb, and it came up Grace. Um, this looks a bit a bit dark. Uh, a best-selling female novelist suffering from writer's block hires an innocent young woman to watch over her twin children as the novelist dangerously indulges in a new bestseller. Oh, it was a long summary, yeah. Um, the line between the life she's writing and the one she's living becomes blurred. This looks very, very good. Yeah. Um, it's got the girl from Sex and the City in. I will, I will say her name. Um, Christine Davis. Um from Sex and the City fame. Um, yeah, I thought this looked pretty... It could be rubbish, like the trailer may show us the best parts, but it's like she's dreaming all these things and she doesn't know if it's true or not. And the babysitter's rem- like... Do you want to remind me of... What's that? Um, is it Poison Ivy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? With Drew Barrymore, then they made about another 20 of them after that. <laughs> it has that sort of vibe, doesn't it? It does have that sort of vibe. Where sort um, of like the babysitter comes in... But you know, ulterior motive where 
she's basically trying to make the mum feel crazy but seduce the mum and then sort of sleep with the dad and you know walk the dog and all that exactly like that yeah um, I think this is um, I think this is Netflix so it hasn't got a release date here again this has got an R all these all these, all these films look kind of like dark. I don't know R is in America but um, or does that mean I'm rated yet because uh, it hasn't got a release date but yeah I thought that pretty good. Um, then we had a trailer for an animated short, animated movie, Justice Society World War Two, which kind of like the Justice League. Um, I wasn't really excited about it. I thought we could have seen better an- animation, if that's fair to say. Yeah, it depends. I, I didn't mind it. Don't I don't think I'm going to watch it. I like I like the concept of like sort of the original. Kind of Justice League, like old school Flash and Wonder Woman, that very much in Nazi Germany, taking on sort of all, all the Nazis and and doing that. Um, I don't know why modern day Flash gets thrown into the equation. Well, you go. The Flash discovers he can run even faster than he imagined, and the milestone results in his first encounter with the Speed Force. Flash is promptly launched into the midst of a raging battle during World War Two between Nazis and a team of superheroes called the Justice Society of America, led by Wonder Woman. The group includes Owlman, Black Canary, Hawkman, Steve Trevor, and the original Flash, Jay Black Garrett. Canary? Yeah. What fucking awful superhero name is that? <laughs> the Flash quickly volunteers just his fellow heroes in tipping the scales of war. In and their the favor. Flash hasn't really aged well either, really. Uh, no. <laughs> it really hasn't. While the team <laughs> tries to figure out how to send him home. It won't be easy as complications and emotions run deep. This is due May 11th, 2021. I don't know what stream, probably HBO Max in America. Um, but I don't know when we're going to go over here. Um, yeah, that, that was that trailer. We also got a couple there of... There a chance that the Justice League, the big spoiler at the end, is we get Black Canary. Probably, probably. We'll get to Justice. We've got to chat about Justice League in a minute. Um, we had a documentary trailer for Operation Varsity Blues, the college admissions scandal. And this looks just right up <clears throat> both our street. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're suckers for a good old um, documentary. There's no, no getting around it. I love a documentary. And this is... Um, and I think me explaining it's really going to do it justice, but I'm buzzing for it. I need it. Yeah, it's based, basically, obviously, there's two ways in college. One through the front door. Um, but this guy kind of, he <laughs> seems to create a side door. Basically, the rich, there's a, mass, there's you a great quote. Sen- you massively censored yourself. Though, <clears> you? <throat> I have censored myself. Um, <laughs> apparently, someone gets indicted for 50, 50 people get indicted. Um, yeah. And apparently, it's released... As we're recording this, it's released tomorrow. But was oh, it? Yeah, it's released tomorrow. Oh, I didn't get. It. I looked for a day. I couldn't see one on there. I'm oh, buzzing. I couldn't see it down there. But when I went on Netflix and found the trailer on there, it said out Wednesday. So that is all good. That'll be fun. And we've got another documentary which looks right up our street called "This Is a Robbery: The World's Biggest Art Heist." See this one. I got excited by the look of it. The only thing I was a little bit worried about is is gauging by the documentaries is um, they they aren't caught. They weren't caught, so there isn't really an ending. It's going to be one of those like it shows an empty picture frame 
this is like still out there kind of thing. So you don't get closure, and I do love a good closure. So yeah, totally but, agree. Yeah, but I'm still watch it. Yeah, it's only like if I watch it and all of a sudden like, oh, that's hanging off in my living room. Oh, ten yeah, million. Do you know dollars. how like um... I bought that a boot sale. <laughs> you know how like um, unsold mysteries? They bought them back. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of feel like, no, we want like solved mysteries now. We don't. None of us like not knowing what the fuck happened to stuff. Need it. We do need it. So yeah, that's the only thing. But I'll watch it anyway. I'll sort it out. I'm on it. On the case. Released today, um, as we go on air, um, I've got a trailer for Concrete Cowboy, um, starring Idris Elba, and it's got Caleb McLaughlin, I think that's how you pronounce his name, from Stranger Things. Yeah. And when I watched this trailer, all I thought of, they better do Stranger Things quickly, because these kids are growing up. <laughs> these kids are growing up. But it looks really good. Um, it's, I don't quite understand that like they are literally like cowboys like living the months of town I think that's a thing though because you see it in music videos obviously I don't know because I'm not really out there but I think it's a thing people have horses and that sometimes but um, I liked it I didn't really understand full on the story but I found the music kind of very hypnotic and it made me want to watch it so yeah definitely the music's um, really good it's about a teenager discovers the world of urban horseback riding we moves in with his estranged father in North Philadelphia, and it looks like second of April. Born and raised, second of April on Netflix. Mate, Netflix are bringing out some big guns. Yeah, so um, it's basically like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> um, yeah, that should be good. Um, you found a trailer for a re-release of Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I didn't quite understand this. I, I, I kind of felt like it was some sort of sick joke, if I'm honest. But um, <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. What do you want? It's there. Google I watched the it and I was just like, oh, not really excited about. I thought if they changed this now. But um, yeah, apparently it's an ultimate edition. Well, I don't yeah. know where I'm with that. Um, on, on, so this comes out as we were on air. On the 18th, it's coming to Sky Cinema, which, because we never knew, it's been like, I'm very surprised that it's going to be free of charge. And it's coming to Sky Cinema. Well, oh, the old Justice League. The old Justice League. Um, 18th of March, four hours. Um, apparently, it's set up into like eight chapters, which I don't know there or thereabouts, what that's all about. Um, critics are like, loving it at the moment um, which I don't know, still don't really care um, I, I, I will watch it because I can't have an opinion about it without watching it it's a massive light thing, everyone getting really excited I just, I don't know it's hard to get excited about a four hour, you know when you get director's cuts of films you love, you love a yeah. film oh there's director's cut for this Yes, I love that film. I oh, want a longer famous. version. I want a longer version of it. Exactly. That one on forever. But I was all for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> really did. Uh, like the Justice League, it was really boring. The worst thing in my head is I've got a longer version for you. <laughs> do you think my um, main issue? Do you think it's gonna damage I mean obviously I, I guess it was never planned for 
cinema release because if you're on a flight, you'd have to get up and go for a walk, you know, and sit down for four hours on a flight. But um, it's like, do you think it would hinder it not having the cinematic kind of ambiance? I think so, because if it's going to be as amazing as it is, superhero films are made for the big screen. Yeah, you need the, the IMAX, the surround sound, the fucking coming at you, don't you? It's, it's and I'm really like... surprised that Warner Brothers have thrown 100 million at Zack Snyder to remake this, where... As far as I know, HBO Max is just a subscription service like Netflix in America, so they can just watch it like normal, and we're watching like normal. Apparently, there's it ends on a cliffhanger, but he has no plans to make any sequels, and they have no plans to have any sequels. Wasn't I said there's talk about two sequels? Apparently, there's there's two sequels, but he reckons he's done. He's done with it. There's 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 plans for um. Two sequels, and it'd be roughly 12 hours in total. Oh, mate, it's longer than the Lord of the Rings. That's oh. what I found. I think that's why I was gauging. I had a brief conversation oh. with um, Jay from Geeking In about it, and I'm pretty sure that's what he said. All right, if, if it feels crazy, um, we're literally on, on the pinnacle of it. Um, so I see more and more. I see what the fans think. The critics have come out, mostly have been positive. The odd one have said, like, it is a little bit too long. Um, but I suppose we will see. Do you um, have any plans in watching this? Do I have any plans? Yeah, to watch this. I think so. I don't know when. I, I feel like I can't have a strong opinion as I have been having without watching it. I, I can't promise I'll be able to do it in one sitting. It depends if it grips me. Like, but I can see me watching it in stages. But do you? Um, yeah. I've got plans to watch it. Got plans to watch it. I don't know if Thursday I'll be watching it. Like, I will I've see. It. It. I've got it recorded. I've set up a little record for it. I'm there seven in the morning. I think it's recording. Oh, I think it's on Sky anytime. I think I just choose like. Well, I just literally just searched for it because I wanted to see. Because obviously we said it was on Sky, but I don't really believe it. If I'm honest, so I sort of just. Said it in their this remote. is the trust we have between hosts. This is the well, trust we have. Well, we didn't even have a little picture. It does now. Does, does it? it have now? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I've seen people. I've seen people search for it. Um, I'm yeah, not going to check my really, recording every day to see if there's a picture on there. It's really coming. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to say seven o'clock because I've got. I thought it'd be like same time as America. Maybe America midnight after seven. Maybe that's about right. No, I thought not we right wouldn't get it to the afternoon. I thought we wouldn't get it to the afternoon because obviously. It's about, be four, hours, about four hours difference. Is it? Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you got Godzilla vs. Kong confirmed. UK home release in April. I'm ready um, for that. That again is HBO Max. So hopefully, oh, see that. If we get it for free, it'd be buzzing. Getting UK, 1st of April. No, it's not an April Fool's. Just one day after the US launch. Which is amazing. I was surprised I saw Witches on Sky Cinema. I didn't watch the film, I just thought it was there. And I thought that's pretty quick. Um that's that's come to Sky very quickly. But yeah, I've heard as as released, as announced, there's two big fights. Yeah, buzzing for it. Need it, want it, having it. This has this is a lot of excitement and I'm excited for it. And I'm sure we've got a buddy who would love to come on and talk about it too. So um, I'm sure we'll be front in line to watch this. 
Oh, yeah, we're going to get the band back together for that bad boy, no doubt. This I wouldn't mind paying for. Yeah, I, I feel like I have to pay for it. I feel like I've supported a lot of this shit in the world of Godzilla, so if it's going to be decent, I, I've no no issues paying for it. My worry is, if it is decent, they have to release it in the cinema in like two months, three months' time when it's all... I'm hoping some of these films... This is the film you want to see on the big screen, right? I think a lot of these will be re-released in the cinema in the future. Avatar's still getting shown in the fucking cinema. Oh, don't get me wrong. We're coming on to that. You know, um, then I think everything else should be allowed. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that is exciting. Um, Michael B. Jordan is set to direct Creed 3. Should be good. Uh, be interesting if Sylvester Stallone does stay off the screen. He reckons he's done with Rocky and... Um, he won't appear whatsoever, but um, I don't know. I don't think he'll be able to let go. Uh, I think it'll be fair, unless they literally they say he's dead at the beginning. It's due to release twenty third of November, twenty twenty two. So that's exciting. Yeah, and the other big news was Avatar's was re released in Japan, and it has retaken the top spot from Endgame. Which I think is a bit. I don't think re-releases should count. I, Unreal. I, I just don't. I, I don't think that's really fair. But apparently, it has taken the top spot, and rightfully so. They've come out and said congratulations. I don't know. Hey, it's, it's, um, it's part. We'll go around forever, isn't it? I mean, I think as part of a stay-at-home campaign, you should put Avatar in the cinema because nothing makes me want to stay home more than the idea of going to see that fucking film again. <laughs> I saw it in the cinema once. They took my money. Well done. Well done. You got uh, you me. Got, you got three more coming soon. I don't know. I can't promise you when, but we've got three more coming soon. Mate. Got three more coming like forever. I don't want it. I don't want no part oh. of that. Oh, I think that is all the news. So as we always finish off the news section, we'll do this week in film and other stuff history. In 2002. Triple H beat Chris Jericho for the undisputed WWF heavyweight title at WrestleMania 80. Oh. Oh. Who did Chris Jericho bubbly? have in his corner? A little bit of the bubbly. Who did he have in his corner? Yeah. I know Motorhead stung Triple H down to the ring. Who, Who was in Chris corner? Jericho's corner? Did he even have anyone in his corner? Yeah, we had yes, a manager. Did. You're asking. Go on. Uh, it's definitely not man. Oh, shit. Because yeah. this, this was the... Um, Jericho had only just won both belts, hadn't he? Yeah. Like, uh, and this was Triple H's big return at Royal Rumble. Well, this was wasn't this WrestleMania eighteen? Yeah. Yeah. So you had um, Rock Hogan there as well. That's it. Icon versus Icon. Jesus, how come you skip over that? Talk about fucking Chris Jericho, Triple H. It's just what the the website tells me. Fuck <laughs> me, you report it. Icon versus Icon. Um, the biggest matches of all time. You're sitting there talking about Triple H versus Chris Jericho. It's definitely man's corner. Because I'm trying to play the game. Shocking. Oh. Um, in 1964, Sean Connery shot his first day on Goldfinger, which is uh, huge. That's a wrap. Um, in 2016, funny enough, as we were talking about it, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, first premiered. In Mexico City, Mexico. Is it Mexico or is it Mexico? It's Mexico. I know, but when you use Bruce Buffer, they're always like, 
from Mexico. I think that's just why he says everything now. Probably. He, he breaks me up, doesn't he, to so he can go. <laughs> um, very importantly, 2019, the Walt Disney Company acquires Rupert Murdoch's 21st Century Fox entertainment business for 71 billion. And this is why we have stars. On Where has Disney that ever got them, eh? Where's that ever got them? Oh, and finally, this is something you'd probably know. In 1991, Tatsumi. Fujinami beats Ric Flair for the NWA Wrestling Championship. Oh, is that um, yeah, doesn't say what I meant. Um, I'm trying to think, it wasn't Star Cake, that's like November. Um, I don't know, let's we'll say Great American Bash or Clash of Champions, be one of them. I don't know, just it's, a rubbish, it's a rubbish website. No, that's <laughs> that's exciting. That one is better than Jericho Triple H. Oh, that was yeah, great. That was um, this week in. Film and other stuff. And other stuff. Um, I guess it's now time for us to entertain you. Hey. Eh? No. Let we me t- entertain you. <laughs> Talk gladiator. Right, let's do this. Uh... That's right. This week was Griff's pick, and Griff took us to Gladiator. I can't lie. We took away from this. A week away, and I can't remember how we got here, but we are here. We got that because <laughs> what was it? We did two weeks ago. It was edited by Pietro Scalia, and um, he also edited um, Gladiator. Was it Legend we did last? No, Legend was your pick. No, it was your pick from Legend? Um, was it? Oh, wasn't wasn't it? Um. Rocket Man. Solo, Solo. Oh, Solo, Ronnie Solo. Rocket Man was about nine months ago. Oh. <laughs> God, I'm picking some great films here. We've all got the same cast or editors. But yes, it took us to Ridley Scott's Gladiator from 2000. What's the tagline? Um, I think I care more about taglines than synopsis now. Yeah? It, don't get too excited. Um, some are right. So, got father of murdered son, husband to murdered wife, and I shall have my vengeance in this life or the next. Boring. Yeah. These are just quotes from the film. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Yeah. A hero, a hero will rise. I don't mind that. There we go. That's that's right. That's better. The gladiator who defied an empire. Yeah. Summer two thousand A.D. Oh. And the general who became a slave, the slave who became a gladiator, the gladiator defied an empire. Again, that's a quote from the film. Yeah. Uh, I like a hero will rise. Hero will rise is the best one. I'd go with that. Hero will rise. I want it to be quick. I want it to be like, I mean, not just these sort of a whole fucking paragraph. I want it to be snappy. Snappy? Snappy. I want to be able to quote it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you want a synopsis then? Yeah, cool to do. Be rude not to. Um, a former Roman general sets out to exact vengeance against the corrupt emperor who murdered his family and sent him into slavery. It was released on a very special date in the UK. Um, so it was released 1st of May 2000 in USA at the premiere in Los Angeles, California. Then it was around America, 5th of May. And then it was released um, in the UK on the 12th of May 2000. Oh, why have I celebrated my 18th birthday? 
been to the year 2000. I thought we're heading towards the 4th of May, but, you know, that works. That works. Um, Directed by Ridley Scott, who obviously famously before this had done Alien, Blade Runner, Farron Louise, G.I. Jane. We could remake Farron Louise. We could do. We could. You've got a driving license now. We could definitely remake it. Um, <laughs> and then after Gladiator, he made Hannibal, mm, Black Hawk Down. I didn't mind Black Hawk Down. Um, oh, the new Robin Hood. Oh, no, it was Robin Hood with Russell Crowe in, not the Robin Hood oh. with... Um, Let's get the band back together. Yeah, Prometheus. Yeah. Alien Covenant. Yeah. The Martian. Oh, The Martian's really good. And looks like coming out soon, The House of Gucci. Oh, that'd be interesting. And all one in the world. That's the one that Kevin Spacey was supposed to be in, but they um edited him out. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy. Very, very busy. Um <laughs> It's written by David Franzoni and he also did the screenplay. It stars Russell Crowe as Maximus, Joaquin Phoenix as Commodus, um Oliver Reed as Proximo. Richard Harris as Marcus Aurelius and Connie Nielsen as Lucia. Lucilla? Lucilla? It had, Lucilla. A, it had a budget of $103 million oh, and had a worldwide fair. gross of $465,364,545 pennies. Oh, Gladiator, I know you've got views on this. What is your views? Well... You know what? I mean, I think I've only ever seen it once before. And um, I'm not going to lie, people could probably gauge when you announced it. My initial reaction wasn't one of enjoyment. I gauged it. We honestly do not tell each other like what it is. This is yeah, no, that's we, the reaction. That's the instant it, reaction. The part of the fun is the fact we want the natural reaction for it. But um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't say I don't hate it. It just kind of bores me. I think I forgot how long it was. I think the first 45 minutes is just not needed at all, in my opinion. Like, all this just unnecessary backstory of it. I don't need it. You, you could have um, had sort of a, cut it in 20 minutes of his family getting done and him getting all emotional and all this. I just, a lot of it, I just think, like, I don't know. And then... I understand the fights and some of them, you know, they're good. But I feel like you're just watching the same film on loop after that. I feel like more of his mates needed to die. You know, they all just kept surviving all the time. And it felt like Star Wars, not Star Wars, Star Trek with the guy in the red shirt who only just was on the mission for the first time gets killed, you know? (laughs) You you kind of want some of the names to sort of get whacked out and you sort of go, oh, man, not him. I I just felt like... Is doing the ending super powerful. I, I love the ending. Is I wouldn't say maybe cry because I'm not really a crier, but um, you felt it. I, I liked um, the idea that he wasn't like the new king or anything. That he yeah. just he did what he had to do, and then he could go be with his family. That was kind of quite moving. So I did really like the ending, but um, yeah, apart from that, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why the, the dude fought him. I think he just didn't. I think Joaquin Phoenix in this plays an awesome role because 
you hate him from the outset. He does exactly what he's set out to do. You, you, you don't like him. He's just a snake. And, and that's his sister, right? Yeah, that's his sister. It's really oh, weird. We'll leave it there. But, yeah, yeah, very, wow. very weird. Um, but I guess he just doesn't want Maximus around because Maximus knows the truth because Maximus was going to be in charge to give power to the people. And uh, he didn't want to. And then Joaquin Phoenix kills his dad. He takes power, gets rid of Maximus. I just, I, I really like the film. Otherwise, I wouldn't have chose it. I did forget how long it was. It probably could have been shorter, but I think because of the character development and the stuff, it wouldn't have won five Oscars. Um, I forgot to say that. He won Best Picture, won Best Actor, um, Russell Crowe, Best Costume Design, Best Sound, and Best Effects. Um, and it was nominated. They had Viking Phoenix nominated for Supporting Role, Ridley Scott for Best Director, um, Best Writing, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Music, and Best Art Direction. I think the, the score's pretty good. I do like that. It's a slow news year in film, though, wasn't it? That's probably now four hours around. Probably now four hours around. Um, I think the action sequences are amazing. I love it, and I love the Colise- I love how the Coliseum is digitally like remade. Yeah, about you know, it's about two and a half hour film. I say about two hours of it filmed in the Coliseum. <laughs> you know, you used to love the maggots. The maggots on the cut, yeah. Well, it was ingenious. Oh, the maggots on the cut, yeah. No, to be fair, oh, it's so hard because like it's one of those films I totally can respect it, but it's just it's just not my sort of film. But I'm not I'm not um a gladiator guy. I'm not a Lord of the Rings guy. I'm not I'm not that sort of Conan the Barbarian. I can sort of stomach, but I'm not even really. Do you know what I mean I'm not really into that? It's just not my sort of like style. It's a slow burner. Um, it is a slow burner. But I, I, like I said, I appreciate, I appreciate the drive of the man avenging. I mean, the back, the, the story is there of him just trying to avenge his, his family. And like I said, the ending's super powerful. So I've got love for it in that sense. But yeah, it's just not, yeah. I didn't realize how early in the film, and he doesn't do it in the Coliseum, the are you not entertained line came from. I always thought it was in the Coliseum. I remember the Coliseum, but it's not. It's just some dingy little place um in one of the first few fights yeah i i remember that being um that's like the um mandela effect isn't it i remember that being at the coliseum yeah and it's sort of being a big like he took out a big guy killed someone he didn't want to and sort of had to do that but i guess that never happened never happened um just just a few like facts about the film and ridley scott did burn down like a real forest it wasn't special effects. Um, near Farnham, England. To find the battle scene between the Roman solved. Legion and German warriors. That, that, that opening speech was pretty powerful. Like, what we do in life echoes in eternity. Don't ask me what it means. But, um, but it means basically if you burn down forests for no fucking reason, you look like a twat in the future. <laughs> on a, on a two, <laughs> two Englishmen's <laughs> podcast chatting about it. It's, it's just, you know... We sort of need that stuff or whatever. I always knew that Oliver Reed died um, before the film was complete. Um, and I think I did actually, I think for once, I think with with HD and watching it, I, I could see where it was digitally he was put in and the bits where, yeah. So I knew he died. Apparently he couldn't stand Russell Crowe. 
which knowing what Russell Crowe, not what I do now, but Russell Crowe, like, kind of understandable. But, um, yeah, yeah. He, can be, he can be a bit of a dick. I'm, I'm allegedly cool, but, like, it's what it is. Who says that quote? <laughs> people. People. No one has said that. You're um, an enigma. <laughs> look at this. Whacking thing that's got fat on camera. That's, that's literally oh. what I'm reading off here. Um, leave me alone. Took upon himself to gain weight over the course of filming, believing Commodus would get fatter the more comfortable and satisfied he was with himself as emperor. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, thing is, I, I get what you, I get what you're saying. I think it could have been an hour and a half movie, but I think the extra ingredients and the setting and the plot gets it kind of Oscar you know worthy. Yeah, no, it, it's kind of a weird mindset because we had the same sort of thing with um, when we did Clockwork Orange. Mm. Is Clockwork Orange is an amazing film. Yeah, this is an amazing film. But because of the way we do the show, it, it's sort of like, it's an amazing film that you're sort of like being told you have to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like Gladiators, you have to be in a certain mindset for the epicness of it. You do, and when 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 it's sort of like, oh wow, I've got to sort of watch Gladiator this morning. It, it's sort of like you're almost sort of rebelling against it for no reason, and that's where I feel like my mindset was for this. I felt like I kind of looked at it and thought, right, Gladiator, let's go. And it's not it's not a trash film. I'm just like I was only just sort of playing around, but it's um yeah, it's a certain mindset sort of film. It's like Blade Runner, I, certain... I think Blade Runner's like I think you got to be in a certain mood to watch Blade Runner. Exactly, great example. Do you know what I mean? It's the same sort of thing. And um, I know people say it's like that with every film, but I don't believe it is. You could have sort of something like Home Alone playing in the background and it's just non-offensive, nice film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think Gladiator is one we have to be like, right, Gladiator, let's go. And I think that was my downfall going into this, that it was one of those sort of like, okay, three hours, let's have you. Let's have you. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. It was it was more, you know, sort of state of mind than actually like a film. But it's a very powerful film. Would you have been more excited if it was Mel Gibson rather than Russell Crowe? Because it was going to be Mel no. Gibson at some point. No, because Mel Gibson um, played a similar thing in, in Braveheart and I can't... Is that an easier... Do you, do you find that an easier watch? But Braveheart? I think Braveheart's longer. I think Braveheart's longer. It's the same principle, though. It's, it's not a... You know, you have to be in the right mindset for it. You have to want shit. You have to find a scene on YouTube by mistake and be like, oh, fucking hell, I haven't seen Braveheart in such a long time and put it on. You can't just be like, right, tonight you're watching Braveheart. And you... <laughs> I can't miss out the best pit of trivia. So Russell Crowe, Gladiator's dog at the beginning of the film. Hey, this is amazing, me telling this. <laughs> Played Wellard in EastEnders for like six years. And I thought, that's wow. Outrageous. That, that's really absolutely lovely. like insane that you've been in a, in a film like this and then you're going to spend the rest of the your six years on Albert Square. Was that crazy? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like uh, most people know, but for people who aren't in England, EastEnders is like a UK kind of sitcom. Um, so, so, yeah. so proper. Yeah, that's on like every night on one of our free channels. So it's sort of, um, it's a soap opera that's on all the time. 
And um, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. But that dog is when you think of <clears throat> animals in in TV programs, you've either got Schmeichel, who used to be in Coronation Street, or you've got Wellard yeah. in EastEnders, and it's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's mental. But it's a good film. Obviously, I went to watch this. Obviously, it was a week in, in between. I said it was on Amazon Prime. It was taken off Amazon Prime, but lucky enough, it was on Sky Cinema. So I don't know what I was going to do yeah. with that. I've got a DVD, but well, obviously it breaks the rules. It would have been, but I would, I would have just been in trouble, to be honest with you. Because um, I wouldn't know where to buy this. It took 18 weeks to film. Jesus. Oh, all worth it, right? Like I said, it's, I don't hate it. It's just it's a mindset film, in my opinion. You have to, you have to be in the mood for it. You you can't just. I mean, if you went around someone's house, and they said, "Oh, um, yeah, we're going to put Gladiator on tonight," mm. you'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm really well in the mood for Gladiator tonight." But okay, if you want. Yeah, I I, I get that, and I, I suppose I I completely respect that viewpoint. I could tell you wasn't very excited. Nothing I felt. I was like, um, I guess you're not really a fan. Well, I suppose we don't really discuss this. I think you know what films I hate. And I, I think I know, I kind of know genres you don't like. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, all, it's all part of the fun. I, I like going back and seeing whatever films because you're seeing films you wouldn't normally watch in the week. So it does it like almost famous. I would have watched it that week, but I absolutely fucking adore that film. And I'd happily go back and watch it again. It was, it was amazing. I mean, Solo was was a fun watch, but I won't watch it again. And I picked that. Do you know what I mean? So it's all sort of um, yeah, it's all part of the beauty of what we're doing. The love of film, isn't it? It's for the love of film. I love that. We should change our name of our show. For the love of film. But yeah, I, I completely get where you're coming from. I, I think I haven't seen Gladiator in years, and I think it was just... I thought, you know what, like, I don't think I'd put it in, because it's two and a half hours, unless I'm talking about it, so... I suppose let's talk about it, then I can rewatch it. It's true, and I won't um won't slag you off your pick too much because you you don't know what I'm going to pick. I don't. I'm dreading it, but I, I don't. You're right. Judge Dredd. <laughs> I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. Oh, Jesus, oh. lazy Hollywood fans out there. Oh, that's Jesus. um that's, that's, that's Gladiator, pretty much down to a T. Um, that it's is... on Sky Cinema at the moment. I think it kind of does. Flop between Amazon Prime, Netflix, but yeah, give it a watch if you haven't seen. Two and a half hours, yeah. get in the mood, get in the mood for it. Yeah, and you probably own it anyway. Look at your shelf; it's probably there. Everyone owns it. You'd get it through with DVD players. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that and brassed off. Yeah, so now we're done with Gladiator. It's now time to talk quickly about. The ITV series Gladiators. Do you hear the power of the, of the gladiators? gladiators? Do you feel? The, do you have the will and the skill? <laughs> so, from the oh. 1992 TV broadcast on ITV, it lasted for eight thrilling series. And here it is. Yes, I'm reading that straight off the website to pretend like I knew what I was talking about, but it was well timed, right? Very well timed. <laughs> That's good. I just literally went on the website to look at the people. The whole bit at the top said about it. And I thought, oh, sweet. So yeah, 1992 for eight series. Um, it was a monster over here. It's huge. I know, like I said, there's American gladiators. But we never got that over here. I don't know why Sky didn't pick it up. Because Sky yeah, won't shoot got, up. Yeah, we never got that. Because I, I remember having like the American gladiator toys. 
and then but by the time the English Gladiator toys came out, which were exactly the same design, I just weren't interested. Because oh, when it was like sort of big, the American Gladiator toys were already there. Yeah. And they were sort of like cheaper. So you had all like the proper ones where you'd stand on the little things and twist them and try and knock each other off. But yeah, um, obviously I never had any idea who the people were. What was the, the one where you stand on the two podiums? Um, oh. Stick fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it Gauntlet? No. Run the Gauntlet. That was where there was five gladiators, weren't it? And you had oh, some... hold on. on this page, it's got events. Uh, oh, so atmosphere. Oh, yeah, in the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember that? The two yeah. gladiators inside the balls. Jewel. Jewel. Oh, are you on there? I'm on... I'm on the website at the bottom. There's like gladiators oh. on Instagram, and they've got all the events. Danger zone. Oh, well, one of the gladiators fires like some kind oh, of gun guns. I've never seen dogfight before. That must have been a new one. That's that's Did fucking running that? man. That's fucking running man, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, dogfight with them two inflatable fucking balloons with things. Oh, trick Jesus. Earthquake was good. That's one of the things. Eliminate, obviously, the famous one at the end. Gauntlet. Was one people get battered? Hang tough, hang tough, hang tough. Oh, there were some great ones. Joust was um, our oh, pendulum. Oh, so many great events. I might go back and watch Gladiators, you know. Um, yeah, but we're here to talk about the cast from Gladiators. Um, realistically, the original series it came back on Sky in like two thousand eight and two thousand nine. I don't really know a lot of them. A couple of them went on to be like wrestlers. They had like Goliath went on to be like Mason Ryan in WWE. And um, is it Magnus? What's his name? Magnus. I'll find him quickly. Oh, Oblivion went on to be um, uh, Nick Aldis, who's the current NWA heavyweight champion. Those who know, know. But the original one, if you say Gladiator, she's the first person that comes in your head. Jet. I was going to say Jet. She was like, she was the heartthrob, weren't she? Jet was like, the, the post Jet or Wolf, I think, is the first really come to mind. Wolf was good. I, I think he went on to do Pantomime for about 30 years after, didn't he? Yeah. He, he was always like... Didn't every time like he lose like the Big Bad Wolf music play? And he was just a Pantomime... Kind, he was playing the Pantomime in Gladiators, really. I don't think he ever won any events. It, yeah, he's weird. He sort of... He was like a poor man's Wolverine, wasn't he? <laughs> Wolverine. Oh, let's see. Let's see what he's up to. Well, apparently, after Gladiators entered, um, he moved to New Zealand to open a chain of gyms. Real oh, name Michael called? Van Wick, W I J K. He's got four children. Oh, I'm happy for you, Wolf. I'm happy for you. He swoops out, and he was in a film called Wolf's Creek. I made that. Up. You made that. Up. <laughs> it was uh, in New Zealand, wasn't it? It kind of all linked together, but he wasn't at all. Um, Jet, I remember was um, she was like the games, but she also did some video games. She gave you the cheats, like oh, she was games. a games master, weren't she? She was on Games Master. Yeah, she was like oh. the, the school teacher on there, whatever it was, wasn't it? What's she up to now? Diane Newdale. What did you know? Diane? If you press Dirty up, up Diana, down Dirty Diana. Oh. Did Gladly ever come to your school? No. Oh, I had Zodiac. Zodiac came, came to, to my school. school. Yeah, I met Zodiac and um, I met Trojan in McDonald's. You met Trojan? <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, 
they held no because they held an event upstairs and like you could go see them and my cousin like won and I went with them and we saw Trojan that's pretty cool um, yeah, good. apparently Jets is a supporter of Middlesbrough FC so she doesn't like football um, spends her time between North East England and Surrey she works as a physiotherapist and is launching her own EQ company Soul Dynamics she enjoys long walks exercising and is a keen surfer you want a dating website or? <laughs> So she's known here for finders keepers. I think you're on a dating website, mate. She went on finders keepers. Oh, you bet. Um, oh yeah, but Jet's um alive and well. Um, you obviously brought up off air Shadow, and you think Shadow was done. I know he got done for drugs and he was kicked off. I know he was literally unbeatable in Jewel, and he had those eyes. Um. And he was like, used to used to think he was amazing. But you reckon he went oh, to prison? I thought he went to prison. I don't know what happened. Find out what's going on with him. I thought we had a bit of a story. In March 2005, while travelling on the top deck of a 205 bus in South Hall, London, King was covered in possession of an elderly person's bus <laughs> elderly person's bus pass, which he had shown to the driver to board the bus, despite being only 43 at the time. He was arrested for being in possession of stolen property Attends the Southall Police Station. Just shut up. He got done for having an, uh, an over-the-age <laughs> bus pass when they searched him. He had stolen property. That's an embarrassing story. That's rough, man. There's a lot of things going on in the world, and some of them you just let go. I know. In April 2011, interview he reports he was now beating his addiction and works at a drug rehabilitation clinic to help people suffering from drug problems and restored contact oh, with his go. ex-wife and twin children. Oh, no, he's not in prison at all. I'm glad we brought him out. I apologise. Shadow, you're a legend. Good man. Probably made, made a cameo in Spice World, the Spice Girls movie. Probably. Oh, he probably did. Um, Vulcan, I know, was in The World Is Not Enough, but I don't actually remember Vulcan being in Gladiators. Um, Warrior, I couldn't stand. He had that kind of... He oh, was roid, Warrior's roid rage all over. Look, Warrior, the only name to be used twice. They used it for the new guy, the new series as well. Oh, look, he's now concentrating his acting and singing career and has opened his own gym in Merseyside. He's singing career? Oh, mate. Yeah, okay. I never used to like, I used to, used to like Warrior. Um, they released an album, Gladiators, didn't they? Yeah, I think I had that. Because remember, the guys came in, the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they released the singles. That was the time when Simon Cow was getting people like gladiators and wrestlers to all release um, singles and stuff. Oh, let's look at the classic ones. Let's get rid of all the other ones. Yeah, Lightning. I remember Lightning. I remember Lightning. I remember Hunter because he was famous remember... for fucking Eureka. Uh, yeah, one way of putting it. Flame looked like she was from... Gladiator is 86 or something. Very dated. Falcon's hair. Got mallet. It's cute. Yeah, Flame looks... Done. I don't remember Flame. I don't remember Flame. Blaze looks like someone that won. I remember you said that. I think that's true. Blaze, Blaze I swear she won the first... I swear she won the first series. I never knew she went on to be a Gladiator. Yeah, age 54. What now? What's that mean? She's now a stunt woman. Blaze is working as a floor manager in a local McDonald's store. Where she decided to try out for 1904 series. She was so determined and skilled, she wanted to become a female winner. Um, 
she went on to win the title of international champion of gladiators. Oh, do you remember the international one where they did have like the yeah American or was it the European gladiator? I remember that. She went on to become oh. a stunt woman after being spotted in Gladiators. She was star in GoldenEye, Avengers. Oh. I think that's Avengers um, top hat. I don't think that's like Marvel's Avengers. And Titanic, role, to name only a few. Yeah, her role as Blaze was short-lived due to the fact she wanted to represent the UK as a contender in the 1995 Ashes series, where she became runner-up. Oh, wow. What a name. I don't remember Cyclone. I think she... That doesn't look a very good picture either. I don't no. know about Alex either. I, I feel like we might, I must have fell out of love with this at the end. I remember Cobra. Cobra was always cheesy like... I remember Cobra. Yeah, he was... He was just thought he was really cool, didn't he? He was cool. I don't know about Hulk. No idea about Khan. Saracen, Lord of the Rings. He was like just unbeatable. I remember Raider. Rhino was a beast, wasn't he? Rhino was a beast. What did Rhino end up going on to do? In 2016, Rhino became the voice of Officer McCord, a rhinoceros police officer in Walt Disney's animation studio Zootropolis. Oh, there we go. Right on Rhino. He's also involved in issues. Rhino regularly appears on TV, most recently in EastEnders. The Bill, oh, crikey, how updated is this website? The Bill and Robin Hood, to name just a few. Oh, he was in EastEnders, was he old Rhino? Can I have a, can oh, I have a point of advance specific, please, Peggy? But, um, yeah, no, it's a really good show. I really enjoyed Gladiators. If it came back, I wouldn't really. I'd probably watch the first week, but I'd fall out of love really quick. But I'm tempted to go back and try and find some of the best bits. I think they should do, like, you know, you get, like, team team um, bonding events. I'd love, yeah. to, I'd love to. What's it, what's it called? The Travelator on here. I always get mixed up because, obviously, we work somewhere with a Travelator. <laughs> I don't know, uh, I'm oh. just getting it from there. But remember the running, you're the running up the treadmill. Yeah, oh, that was good. Wall. Yeah, I remember, good. The, I remember the wall. I remember the wall. Suspension bridge must be new. I don't remember suspension bridge. I don't remember sumo ball either. Glad it and no. contender tend to push each other over the platform. By the... Oh. But yeah, atmospheres was um, before Zorb football. There was atmospheres. Good though, I think on I think you go on YouTube and they've got four four episodes. I'll have really? to, um, yeah, I think on YouTube there's like full episodes of it all. But just just remember that. Me. I wonder what's happened to that um Scottish guy. The cast. What was his name? Alan Perry, commentator. Where's the wolf? The video referee. Oh my god. Is that it? Bobby, Dr- Bobby Bragg, compare. Would you call him a compare? I think so. Ian Wright, presenter. He must have presented the um, John Anderson referee. Asked the guy. He, he, he did the newer one, didn't he? Yeah, John Anderson. 89 years of age. Oh, I'm worried if I click on him, he's going to be dead. Oh, let's have a look. John Anderson, gladiators. Let's have a look. Oh, are you still with us? There we go. You are still with us. The Scottish television personality best known as a referee and official trainer of the UK television show Gladiators. Anderson has previously worked as a teacher and coach for Commonwealth Games, Olympic Games athletes. He's probably very much enjoying his retirement. But he made the show, didn't he? 
Gladiators. On my first whistle. Oh. oh, that's Gladiator. And obviously, you know, obviously, Eureka Johnson and old John Fashner. I don't think John Fashner only television gigs after this. Ruga. Yeah, he was, he was massive. Like obviously, Eureka went on to do loads of TV programs, but John Fashner. I only kind of know him for this. And obviously, he won with the football club. Yeah. Wasn't he, did, like, wasn't he like, not president, he was something important, like, from where his home was. I can't remember, to be honest with you. No, obviously, he's, bless him, his brother passed away, like, unexpectedly. Um, yeah, no, it's... Um... He was a powerful centre forward. Oh mate, Wikipedia world digging you up. He was a bit of a dirty old dirty git. You a fan of him? What who? Fashioning. Yeah. Um I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of him. I don't really. He's got a black belt in karate. Sure he does. He does. See. Sure he does. He's been married three times. I don't know why I bring that up. Ooh, Just yeah. the facts. Oh my god. <laughs> Teams managed Fash FC. He was in a football team. It's a weekly UK television program. Why the hell was that on? Oh. I think we've digressed. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. It's all right. We just talk about Fash, don't we? But the Fash. Oh, Kirsty Gallagher. She must have been the, the remake as well. Yeah, I think, yeah. I sort of vaguely remember it the more you sort of talk about. So I think I watched the first episode for nostalgia, but didn't really stick around because sort of realised it wasn't the same. Well, the world just moved on, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it was sort fun. Of at new, the time. new generation probably loved it, but I suppose newer generation nowadays is that Ninja Warrior. I don't really like Ninja Warrior, but like I suppose that's the closest we get to it now, isn't it? Yeah, true. Do you like that? Um. If you see a clip of it, if it strolls up or something, it's quite good, but not like generally. That's the thing I'm impressed, but like I'm just watching the same obstacle course like 20 times by different people <laughs> over the space of like 20 weeks. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much Gladiator, isn't it, really? <sighs> Easy. Come on then. What, what, what are we doing next week? Oh. Right, I, I could drag this out or I could just cut straight to the chase. Um, I said at the beginning, the stars align. And the stars have massively aligned for us this week. Everything that's said, everything that's happened, every person that's been in every film, everyone that's edited and all this, there's only one place that it led me and it looked at me dead in the eyes and it said, let's just fucking get it over with. Connie Nelson was in the Justice League. Yeah? So, that means Connie Nelson is in the Zack Schneider Cup of the Justice League. Oh, boy. So, this week, the stars have aligned for us to do this. We don't need retweets. Don't <laughs> I wanted need... retweets. I wanted retweets. We don't need any of that. We just oh. needed Connie Nelson. I booked some time off work so I can see it then. So, yeah, I, I think it's only fair that we do that. It's going to be, uh, it's either going to be 
a rant about how we were right or it's going to be us having a slice of humble pie about how we were wrong. But either way, it's going to be fucking entertaining. I don't think you want to miss it. I'm a stubborn bastard. I probably still say I think it's shit. <laughs> I might like it. I might not. I'm buzzing um, for it. I mean, the last trade I got, the, the epic battle scenes and all that, I'm up for it. So let's I feel do like this. I've seen the whole fi- I feel like I've seen the whole film anyway. I don't um, think you have, mate. Amount of times that Schneider's like posted like, oh, oh if just got a couple, just got a couple, full, full wrap all this up. Just got a couple reviews on Apple, yeah. and obviously this week we trended on 165th in what was it, Philippines. So thank you very much Standard. for listening. Um, yeah, thank you. So this was like I got a five star review from Naruto Meets Jin. Um, these guys are so much fun and bring a fresh perspective through their reaction to movie news and their entertaining top discussions. So it was a delight to see a new episode pop up in my feed. Subscribe and listen now. Thank you very much. I don't know who you're talking about, but we'll take the applause. Um, and then Dietrich from that song from that movie, uh, Five Stars. Paul and Griff breaking down movies and having some fun with top six lists. Yes, please. I could listen to them all day. You can tell they're good friends. The funny back and forth between them is infectious to the listener. Five stars. I'm glad we make people feel like we're best friends. Well, it's, it's you know, it's a good act, isn't it? Even though <laughs> we're doing the Schneider cut. Oh, this feels like... I don't think that would... I don't have any time to do any news or top sixes or anything. This would be that'll be the review. Well, let's just see what happens. It's going to be wild. It's going to be fun. And if people want to get in and they want to slate us and they will do it all, where can they find us on Instagram? At Paul and Griff Show. And if people want to laugh and poke fingers and say how how you're doing Justice League, where they can find us on Twitter. They can find us at Paul and Griff Show. I'm excited. I feel like really miserable. I'm excited. I'm excited. And if we don't reply and we run away, you can click on the link in our bio and there's other websites you can find us on. So like, subscribe, share. Uh, thank you for your ongoing support. Thank you so much for the um, the reviews. It's very humbling. Obviously, like we, we do this show just because we are like super mates and we just sort of love chatting shit and that and we love movies. So it's all um, it's a beautiful combination. So if you enjoy it, it's so much appreciated and we continue to do what we're doing. And um, yeah, and because of this, and because we love playing pranks on each other, that's why we're doing Schneider Cup. Yeah, we love chatting about stuff. We'd, we'd be chatting about this anyway, so we might as well record it, and you can have a, yeah. an earwig into our conversation. And it would be in the bath. What? <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>